Before we begin, this podcast talks about mental health and well-being, so take care while listening. While we hope you enjoy listening to and learning from the podcast, the discussions we have are general in nature and do not take into account your own or your workplace specific needs and circumstances. Therefore, is not meant to take the place of specialised advice. Hello, welcome to the Workplace Wellbeing Natters podcast, the podcast that talks about wellbeing that works for the health and community services sector. Join us on this episode as we talk about bringing your strengths to life. By using your character strengths, you can get more enjoyment, energy and passion from the things that you do. We're your hosts, Linda and Danielle. We would like to acknowledge that we are recording this podcast on the land of the Gunai Kurnai people and to pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. We would also like to acknowledge the demand for services currently being experienced by the sector and that this impacts everyone in different ways, including contributing to poor mental health and wellbeing outcomes. So we encourage you to be compassionate to yourselves and to others. So Danielle, in one of our previous episodes, we've talked about strengths in the context of work and we talked about using the strengths profile as a model for that. In this episode, we're talking about strengths in life, how using our strengths can boost our well-being, it can enable us to be our best and do our best, even outside of the workplace. In this episode, we're talking about the values in action character strengths and looking at that as a model, then also looking at how we might use an approach to really hone down or hone in on our character strengths and how we can use them more in life. And I think they're really relevant for work as well, for our working life and not just our home lives as well. I know that I definitely use some of my character strengths in different aspects of my life. So let's talk about what the character strengths are and the framework. So As we know, there are different strengths models. The VIA Character Strengths Framework was developed in 2004, and it's actually one of the most widely used strengths frameworks worldwide. So the researchers looked at 24 different characteristics that we all share to varying degrees. And, you know, some of those characteristics might come easily to us and help define who we are. Others we might rely less on. So the 24 character strengths are listed into what they call six virtues categories. So do you want to walk us through the first one, Danielle? The first one is wisdom and knowledge. And so this one includes things like creativity, curiosity, judgment, love of learning and perspective. Our second virtue category is courage. So that includes things like bravery, perseverance, honesty and zest. And the third one is humanity and that's love, kindness and social intelligence. Number four is justice. So this focuses on things like teamwork, fairness and leadership. And then we've got temperance, which is around forgiveness, humility, prudence and self-regulation. The final virtues category is transcendence. So that's around appreciation of beauty and excellence, uh, gratitude, hope, humour and religiousness or spirituality. i just do a quick up, quick sum up, <laughs> sum up of that, Linda. So those six virtue categories, again, they were wisdom and knowledge, courage, humanity, justice, 
temperance and transcendence. When it comes to our character strengths, there is a free online quiz you can do. And that lists your character strengths in order from those you are strongest in to those you are least strong in. So in this model, it doesn't talk about strengths and weaknesses. Basically, it says that each of these character strengths we all have to varying degrees. And so it lists your top strengths, which it calls signature strengths. And what I really love about this is the quiz comes in a youth version as well as an adult version. So, But if you do have a, a young person in your life, then certainly they could do the youth version of the quiz as well. And what I really like um, is one of the points that you just touched on, Linda, is that it's not about weaknesses. So the things that are, you know, maybe down at your 21, 22, 23, 24, and I know I had a really good laugh when I saw mine with self-regulation at number 24. <laughs> <laughs> it's just good to know that they're not they're not things, you know, weaknesses per se. They just might be things that, you know, take a little bit more effort for you or things that don't come as naturally to you as maybe some of the ones that, you know, were those signature strengths that you mentioned. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's so important. I'm not sure, Danielle, if you're prepared to share one or two of your kind of signature strengths. Yeah, of course, I'm happy to do that. So I've completed the character strengths a few times now and a few years apart. And so they stayed mostly stable um, across the change of years. I think one went out of my top five and one came in. But one of my top three is both of those times that I've done that is honesty. And that's, nice. yeah, that's something that I value. So I wasn't too surprised when it came up in, in my top one. And honesty for me, it's not just being truthful to others. It's about being truthful to myself as well and, and living my life according to my values. And so being true to who I am as well is a really um, important part of that. And when I kind of think about it, I had a, a little crossroads decision many years ago where I had to decide, you know, whether I would continue down one path, which was kind of relatively stable, could kind of see where, where things were going or choosing another path where it would kind of throw some uncertainty in my life, but would be working me towards where I wanted to get to, taking me towards those meanings that were spoken about in another episode. I think that's where my strength of honesty really came into play there was going, how am I being true to myself in the decisions that I'm making in the way that I'm living my life? So it's not just about telling the truth. Um, it's the way that I live in general. I, I hope that I, hope <laughs> I explained that all right. And that makes um, sense. And it sounds like it was helpful in one of those sliding doors type moments. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know it at the time. Um, I think I just naturally progressed to going, okay, this is what feels right for me. And then it was only later once I'd learnt more about, well, I'd learnt about character strengths and had taken the quiz that I was able to reflect on, you know, some of the decisions that I'd made in the past and maybe why I'd made those that they were just inherently in line with my strengths. But I hadn't really kind of thought about it from that perspective before. So it was kind of interesting to go, oh, no, this is how my strengths have played out in my life and this is how they've impacted the decisions that I've made. I think what you've said is really, really interesting because it's about being able to recognise the strengths and the role that they play in our lives. Yeah, which isn't always easy to see. So taking the survey and then being able to reflect and talk with it about people like yourself, kind of really able to see, because I hadn't been very good up until that time about identifying what my own strengths were. I was probably far better at telling you what the things were that I needed to work on. 
But through doing this and through doing things like the strength profile that we've spoken about, I've really been able to look at things from a different perspective. And now now I could probably, you know, not in a gloating kind of way, but I could tell you what are the things that I think that I'm good at or what are the things that I'm doing well, as well as those things that I still think that I need to, you know, improve on as well. Yeah. And I think that's really important. So to be able to recognize them and then to be able to feel like you can own them as well in a way that's kind of honest. Honest for you, Danielle, and authentic and those sorts of things. Oh, thank you, Linda. What about you? Yeah, so for me, bravery continually comes up as one of my signature strengths. So bravery is about, you know, being able to face your challenges and being able to act on your convictions and, you know, not avoiding things because you're afraid. And, And I think this is really interesting. So within the model, it kind of talks about three types of bravery. So it talks about physical bravery. These might be, you know, people who are like firefighters or police officers or so soldiers kind of demonstrate that physical type of bravery. Psychological bravery, which is around facing painful aspects of yourself. But it also talks about moral bravery, which is probably the one that I kind of align with the most. So that's about speaking up for what you think is right, even if it's an unfavorable opinion, like within a group. So I think this is really interesting because when I was a kid, I always had this kind of compulsion to speak up for what I thought was right. And I had a pretty kind of finely honed kind of sense of social justice as well. So, you know, growing up with an older brother that had lots of, you know, health concerns and that sort of thing. And experiencing some discrimination and that sort of thing. So I would always be the first one to speak up or speak out about that. But my parents were both people who didn't like conflict and they liked still waters, right? They didn't like anything that might cause trouble or a rift or or anything like that. So for me, I always thought this part of myself, this kind of moral bravery part, I always saw that as a fault or as a failing because of the way they responded to it and because I would often get in trouble (laughs) for it when I was a little kid. (laughs) So it wasn't actually until I was kind of middle-aged and I'd done the VIA uh, a number of times that I actually really came to own the fact that bravery is a strength, like it was something that was good and something that I could call on in times of trouble and something that would help me with my resilience and well-being and not necessarily just something that I had to hide for fear of getting into trouble for. Yeah, I love that, Linda, for you that, you know, being able to see, acknowledge and accept that this is actually something that you're really great at as opposed to maybe something that you feel that you shouldn't do. And I wonder if that's, you know, similar for other people as well. Maybe, you know, they have strengths that they don't, you know, necessarily see as a strength or they don't, you know, necessarily own because of, you know, the way they've been brought up or, you know, the context perhaps that we use our strengths in as well. Yeah. And I, th- I think a lot of it is understanding what is a strength. And I really like how you just broke down bravery into those three, because I think a lot of people... Um, when they think about bravery, bravery, they think around that physical bravery, the superhero, the typical, you know, throw themselves in front of the danger type of bravery. But bravery can be so many different other things 
the moral one that you mentioned and confronting so psychologically difficult things and asking for help, whether that's in work or in your personal life, um, is such an act of bravery. And I think people really struggle to identify that as bravery because we've got this singular view of bravery as a physical bravery. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And I think the other thing is too that, you know, we mentioned the six virtues categories. So you can have signature strengths in a range of those virtues categories, right? But for me, a lot of my signature strengths are in the wisdom and knowledge. So creativity, curiosity, judgment, love of learning, those sorts of things. And so bravery just felt like a bit of a, a bit of an outsider. <laughs> a bit of an outlier there. <laughs> yeah. Being part of the courage virtues category. And then I have leadership, which comes from the, the justice kind of virtues category as well. So it could be that, you know, you might have various uh, signature strengths. They could all be within a particular virtues category or they could be spread, you know, fairly widely as well. Yeah, I was just looking at my top five are spread across the various ones, I think. I think they're spread across three. I hadn't noticed before, actually, to be honest. (laughs) (laughs) It's the first time I really realised that. Um, Then we spoke about strength spotting in one of our other episodes about how, you know, what is strength spotting? Who's the best person to see a strength? And I remember um, being in a training course once and the facilitator was getting us to talk about what our character strengths were. And then we had to pick two of our top five and and tell the other people about it, what what they were. And then we had to guess from them telling us their stories about what their other character strengths might be. Um, And I just found it such a kind of interesting idea and an interesting activity to have these strengths in mind. And then as someone was telling me their story, what am I noticing about, you know, what's lighting them up? You know, what are they changing their body language about? What are they getting really excited when they're talking about it? Then trying to match that to their character strengths. And I'm pleased to say that I I did correctly identify (laughs) (laughs) for the the two people that I was working with. But it was just a really interesting activity and a really kind of purposeful and meaningful way to talk about strengths. You know, just using character strengths to have a conversation with people in your life, whether that be people in your personal life or people in your working life, you know, and doing some of that, you know, maybe job crafting, relational crafting that we were talking about on a few episodes ago. And I love that. I love the activity that you've just spoken about. And I think, again, another positive with the VIA character strengths framework is that the character strengths categories are quite broad. So you can apply them across a number of contexts in terms of, you know, life in general, work, relationships with others, those sorts of things. There's also benefit, though, in drilling down, as you said. So you alluded to this in terms of getting a more granular understanding of what bravery means, for instance, because, you know, there are three different elements to that. And if we're really going to look at how we can apply our strengths in life or work, we need to get more detailed with that. You know, what does honesty look like for you? What does bravery look like for me? Or, you know, what other strengths we might be talking about? Yeah, great point, Linda. And I think, um, just being mindful of what we spoke about in our other strengths episode around overplaying and underplaying your strengths as well and and you know what that might look like so honesty for me might be truthful and you know living my life according to my values but if I just said everything that came into my thoughts um, that's not necessarily honesty if I then repeat that out loud because it could be harmful to other people it could be unkind it could be unnecessary 
So it's about really learning what does an overplayed or underplayed value look like as well. Mm, Absolutely. I love that. If I just think of my own example around bravery, then overplaying that could be placing myself in risks, you know, uh, situations that involve risk unnecessarily, that sort of thing. Yeah. And I think I'm digging into the individual strengths and what they mean, Linda. There's something that you've introduced me to this concept of strength statements. So I wonder if you could tell us a little bit about strength statements. Yeah. And I think it's strength statements are a really good way to kind of drill down and to look at how how you can practically apply the VIA character strength. So this comes from Marcus Buckingham and I was lucky enough to go over to the States and um, study with Marcus, become certified in one of his programs a number of years ago now. And so Marcus Buckingham, for those of you who don't know, so he's a best-selling author of a number of strengths books and the crafting a strength statement or the strength statement process really involves identifying what your strengths are by taking note of the times, you know, at work or in life, when you're looking forward to an activity or task, you know, when you're really engaged with what you're doing and when you feel energised by an activity that you've done. So it's really thinking about what was it about a particular task or a situation that you were engaged with and energised by. So you can take it further by exploring the context that in which you're kind of doing the activity as well and also looking at why you're doing it. So the outcome and purpose, because that can also link into, you know, meaning as well. One of the ones I think that I can share is around um, creativity. Creativity in the VIA model. So that's in the virtue category of wisdom And it's really around being able to gather and use knowledge in new or innovative ways. So thinking of new ways to do things, producing ideas or behaviours that are original, also being useful and adaptable as well. So if I think about creativity and how that shows up for me, it's really about being able to identify different pieces of information. So it might be around looking at information from the research, information that I know from my own personal experience, maybe from others as well. So developing kind of practice wisdom about that. And then being able to draw all that together and to perhaps create a workshop or an offering to bring all that information together. So to be able to synthesize it, put it in the melting pot and then communicate it in ways that actually make sense to people. Creativity was one of those character strengths that I misunderstood. So when I when I did mine as well, creativity came out in my top five and I was like, I'm not a creative person at all. Like I tried to draw and I'm not very good at it. And I had this impression in my mind about what it meant to be creative. And so when I delved into how do they define it, what, what does it actually mean? I could see then how looking at different things, how does this work, coming up with different ideas about ways to do something is all part of being creative, but it wasn't something that I recognised as creativity. And I think sometimes it can use a combination of strengths in things that you do as well. So for me, one of my character strengths is love of learning. In terms of the researching element, that's where my love of learning comes in as well. 
if I then combine that with my strength of creativity, I get a real buzz and enjoyment and feel energized by doing all the research because I'm learning new things. Similarly, kind of the ability to kind of pull them all together in new or novel ways that are going to be helpful for people is where the creativity comes in. Also having a strength around explainer, which is from the strengths profile model, I can transfer that information to people in ways that are understandable and helpful. Yeah, all the all the different kind of profiles coming into play there. And I really like your strength statements, Linda, and how, you know, digging into that deeper context and getting those kind of more specific about it has those kind of big benefits for yourself, but also for the people that you're working with as well. And it brings up the opportunity for teams to flourish if each person has that level of detail about their own strengths and each other's strengths. It's easier to see where we we can collectively do that job crafting or just work well as a team um, and be energized by the tasks you know that we're doing and how we can support each other and I had um, a team that I worked in a few years ago when I was learning about the character strengths I went back and I was super excited and said hey everyone in this team how do you feel about doing the character strengths and you know thankfully they were all very um, open to kind of participating and learning and exploring strengths and so we all completed well they completed the rest of theirs and, and then we put them out on a page and we had a look across to see where were we alike where were we um, similar where were some differences and there was a team of eight of us and there wasn't one same strength across in our top 10 for all eight of us so you know there were seven of us who had you know, maybe creativity in our top 10, but then there was one person who didn't. And so it was just brought up lots of laughs as well to see where kind of people were different on on different things, but just to see the different strengths that we all brought to the team kind of there in black and white, I think just really opened our perspectives about what we were all capable of and what we could do as a team. And, And, you know, maybe why we worked really well together because where some someone else maybe wasn't so great at one thing, somebody else really picked up on that. And I remember, you know, one of their strengths was prudence. And they were like, oh, prudence, that's like, that's a terrible one to have. And we were like, no, that's actually such a great complementary skill to some of the other things that we've got going on in the team. And it was just a really great team building experience, but also helped us, you know, learn a really a lot about how we can work well with one another. And I think that's a really great use of the tool. And it really showcases how knowing each other's strengths can be beneficial because you know how to leverage off each other in the team as well, especially when you know how those strengths show up for people in the workplace as well and facilitates that sense of acceptance around diversity too. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing I like about the VIA character strengths model is because it is broad, if you do work in a role where you don't have a lot of autonomy or ability to, you know, job craft or look at enhancing your strengths in the workplace, then it also points to how you can do that outside of work. If you are feeling a little limited about implementing strengths in a workplace, this model gives you kind of enough wriggle room to think about how you might apply the strengths more generally in life, even as families as well, particularly because it does have the youth version. Families can each individually take the character strengths quiz and then you can look at how as a family you can kind of work 
together to energize each other. Reminded me that, you know, the same time that I was working with my team on it, I also um, asked my mum to complete the character strengths and she willingly, um, always supportive of what I'm doing, went along and did a character Hi, strengths. Hi, Danielle's mum. And then we had a good laugh about, you know, the similarities and kind of, I was like, okay, yes, I'm very much like my mum. But then it was there again in black and white to go, actually, we've got, um, I think four out of our five top character strengths were the same. And I think down towards the bottom were pretty similar too. So it was just reinforced that we are very much alike, but it opened up kind of good discussions for her as well about, you know, the things that she's really good at and the things that she's really strong, you know, and it was just a great way to kind of talk about something a little bit different as well. You might not, you know, generally talk about strengths with your family. So it's a great way to kind of introduce that concept as well. Ah, oh, absolutely. And such important conversations to have, I think. Let's start wrapping up then, I think. So character strengths are determined by things that are virtuous. So elements of our character that are good and worthy and worthwhile. There's no weaknesses in this model. We all have each of the 24 character strengths to a greater or lesser degree. And really kind of honing down and looking at how you can use your strengths more, both within a workplace context and within life more generally, has been indicated to increase well-being, resilience, reduce stress, all of those other sorts of good things. Danielle, <laughs> do you want to help me out here? No, I think you covered them off. As we spoke about last time, you know, using strengths that works is great for, you know, mental health and well-being or your employees and, you know, building relationships and for productivity and engagement and decreasing stress and decreasing burnout and the same for in our personal lives as well when we we do more of what we're good at when we do more of what we enjoy then we see those benefits flow on for our health and well-being as well so I, I think you nailed it Linda. Good oh thanks Danielle and of course we will have the link to the VIA signature strengths quiz in the show notes as well as we mentioned, there is a free profile that you can get. They're just an introductory profile you can download. And of course, we are here to help you should you want to dive into it a little deeper. So we have so loved connecting with you and sharing insights into the VIA character strengths. In our show notes, as I mentioned, we will have any links that um, may support your journey towards our well-being in the workplace and beyond. And we want to know what you think have been inspired by questions you would like answered or contributions to the podcast. Also, if you try out the character strengths, let us know how you go. We'd love to see how you find it. That would be awesome. Yeah, leave us a review or contact us via our social media or email us at matters at workplacewellbeingnatters.com.au. If you want to explore how we can help you on your journey, submit a case study or a comment for us to include in our podcast. We look forward to next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye for now. Bye for now.